I want to thank ReviewBiz for sponsoring today's episode. By the way, did you know that reviews are today's digital word of mouth? It's also one of the most valuable business and marketing assets you have. If you're not maximizing your review strategy, then ReviewBiz platform can help you. Let ReviewBiz inspire your members to give you your first five reviews for only $1. To get started, just go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try. I'm also a believer you don't need to have all these certifications to be a great coach, to be whatever, because I mean, you can continue your education and have the bare minimum and be a phenomenal coach. So you don't have to have a million certifications to be a credible person. Hey, welcome to another great episode of the Gym Owners Grow Stone podcast, the show designed to help gym owners improve and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Andres Escobar, and I'm so grateful to have you join us today. Today, we have Billy Notig from CrossFit Crazy Train, a true force to be reckoned with. He's hailing from the vibrant city of West Palm Beach, and this 32-year-old dynamo proudly embraces his Guatemalan heritage and his unwavering advocacy for holistic well-being. He's passionately champions health in all dimensions, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Prepare to be inspired by his unwavering dedication to empowering others in their transformative journey. And if this is your first time listening to the show, please consider subscribing to the podcast and share this episode with someone whom you think will enjoy it. And as we dive into the episode, listen to how Billy overcomes his major business challenges or his CrossFit with the help of a body of council members. Hey guys, welcome back to the Gym Owners Growth Zone Podcast. I am here today with Billy and Billy runs a CrossFit gym locally. And I said, why don't you come here? Let's just knock this out together. I really enjoyed what we did last time. And so Billy, you know, we've been in touch for a while now and I know a little bit about you and your story. But I love for the audience to understand where you came from and, and where you are now. Just give us a little little brief synopsis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome. So my name is Billy Nothig. I'm a West Palm Beach native. Not so many of us around here. My business, Crazy Train CrossFit, we've been around nine years. And yeah, so started off a small gym, not too many members, like most gyms do. And then, of course, over time, you grow. And then now we're, uh, we're one of the OGs in the neighborhood now, yeah. I guess you could call us. Yeah. So, and then again, I'm a native. So been in the neighborhood. I know lots of people in the neighborhood as well. So it's cool, you know, that, that, that gives us that nice, tight community feel to the gym and all the other businesses around. Yeah. And we're going to get a little more into his story and, and understand and unwrap it a little bit. So, cause it's so interesting because every gym owner that I interview has a similar story, but it's different. And so, you know, Billy goes to me, hey, do you mind if I, if I come raw? I'm like, dude, I would appreciate it if you come raw because it's, we want authentic. I think that's the most attractiveness thing for a leader to be, you know, transparent. And, you know, I think we're both leaders, you know, we're running our businesses, we're doing things in to help and impact the world, but first starting with people, right? And so, you know, I like to look at life as, as a roller coaster, as you saw in the questions that we ask you know, ups and downs, left and right. Dude, I, sometimes I feel personally where 
that turn is coming. I see it coming. And I'm like, oh, hopefully the railing doesn't, doesn't pop off and we fly off. And next thing you know, we're off track completely. Right. And so, you know, what are the, the handrails that you hold on to? What are the things that help you stay on track so you don't go flying off? You can trust that handrail is going to hold you securely and take you to that, that goal, that mission that you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's a perfect question. And every time that roller coaster starts to happen, because I actually recently just had another low, but then right before that, it was like a really, really high. So just like a roller coaster, those moments when I start to have those lows, two main things that I focus on is one is my faith and my faith, as you asked earlier, I do have my faith in God and that's, I'm Christian. So that's the number one thing. Because I remember from the very beginning when I was starting up the business, I mean, I, I had no clue what I was doing and no clue where I was going to end up being. And all these years later, that's the one thing I held on to. And then now, because again, nine years down the road experience. So I always like to remind myself, been there. So let's weather through it. Of course, not just sit there and expect for things to happen. But, you know, I have done it before, so I know I can do it again kind of thing. So what I heard from there is your faith is a big thing to mm -hmm. hold. And secure and yeah that's huge and the bigger faith you have you know the the more i think i know you can accomplish right because at one point it's like you know what you've seen it before where it's like you know what I'm, I'm done i don't believe in this anymore i'm just gonna go do something else i'm gonna go this does didn't work right and it's, it's just a reminder you know reminding you of the, the movie uh, uh facing the giants i think that's what it's called it's, the guy is in the football field and and the coach wants him to bear walk with another guy on back of him the whole length of the football field and and he said blindfold yourself so he doesn't know where he's at and and i say this because he doubted himself that he wouldn't be able to do like 10 yards let alone the whole football field the man you know in the movie obviously and he did the whole football field mm -hmm. because the coach was like didn't give up pushed him pushed him pushed him and that we need that we yeah. need that that faith Maybe somebody else, people around you, that yeah. faith, you know, for me, I have people in my life that help speak that. And so it's so important to have that community. And I think, you know, running CrossFit, one thing I, I admire about CrossFit, the, the community that you create is huge. Like the culture in your gym, if it's not solid, I was talking about this with another gym owner, Anytime Fitness, and and he was a, a guest on a show, Kyle Henning, and he, he talks about like the culture. It's like he's getting a whole bunch of reviews. It's fantastic. I'm like, dude, some gyms are not getting as many reviews as you are. He's a customer of ours. And it's like, but you are because of the culture. Like it starts with that. Like if you don't have a solid culture, like tell me about that, dude. Like in your gym, in, and it's called Crazy. Crazy Train CrossFit, which I love. You know, I love it. I don't know. <laughs> I always say this. And it's funny to me, it's alliteration. I love alliteration. If you're able to use alliteration in your marketing, please do. <laughs> I mean, every time I get asked about the name, they know I mean they know why they're asking and they always think Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne. And I mean, there's a train that passes by the gym, so you know, we hear the train all the time. All the time. But that's not like the main reason. There's not just one. It's mm. it, there's a lot of ways you can take and turn. I mean, crazy training, a lot of people like to say. Cool. Yeah. So it's a lot of things. Yeah. The things. roller coaster could be a crazy, a crazy train. Like that's, roller that's, coaster. you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can put that like, so it's, it's marketing. So I did that. Like that's yeah. like roller coaster. Oh, dude, I didn't even, I don't know. A little pat of my, I've had my own back there. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> attractive, this. but it's, uh, but it's cool, man. I like, I like that. It's a good name. More meaning. 
I think if there's more than one meaning to do something, more than one reason to do something, you do it. It's like, yeah, that's the name. That's what we choose. So I love that, dude. Love that. Yeah, and that's the, this is the logo. So if you ever see this, yeah, you know this is crazy train. So yeah. Oh, let's see it. I see the T right there. Yep. Oh, sweet. See a T. Yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Very- uh, but to go back to your question about the culture, man, something is it's very important. One for me, but it's also very cliche. Everyone always talks about culture, community. Like mm-hmm. you hear that a lot in CrossFit, and which is great. I mean, that's that's what we should be promoting. But I think that you have to really show that through your brand and not just the brand, but also leadership. Everything comes down from leadership. So obviously I'm speaking about myself because I am the owner. Everything that trickles down afterwards into the gym is all going to come from me, my personality, Mm -hmm. to my beliefs, how I like to operate, everything, because it's just the business. I am the business. Mm -hmm. And that's what everyone is when they have a brand is you are the business. Yeah which can be good and bad because depending on who you are and how you are, you know, you have to make sure that you're holding yourself accordingly. But yeah, when it comes to mine is like, I mean, I say it all the time and I hear from my members that we have like a really solid foundation. I like to say, and that's, that's our, that's our community. I mean, that's the base of it. And then everything else that comes from the gym is, is from that. So we're very inclusive, very diverse. I mean, I'm, I think I'm one of the probably the only one that has a full coaching staff that coaches in Spanish too, which is not big in wow. Palm Beach. No. Um, Miami, not, yeah, of course. Of course. I, you know, of course, the more south you go, that's that becomes the primary language. But <laughs> Miami is North Cuba, so that's all you need <laughs> to know. <laughs> yeah, that is North Cuba. That's the first time I heard like <laughs> you need you need a passport to enter the border. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah, you go anywhere and that's I mean that's the language they're gonna speak, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I want to say I'm only one or one of the few that has has Spanish speaking or a full staff that speaks Spanish. Because I have a lot of Latin clients being that I'm Hispanic, you know, yeah. so, you know, that they're going to feel more trusting of going somewhere that they can communicate well, which makes sense. You know, what's your background? Guatemala. Guatemala. Uh, yeah. Okay. My, my, both my parents are from Guatemala. I'm born and raised, like I was saying, from here, from West Palm. Yeah. But I've been, I've been plenty of times and I love everything about the Guatemalan culture. It's yeah. like, that's a side hobby of mine that I love to learn about, like Mayans and nice. uh, all of that. And, and anything that's, that's Mayan, Guatemalan culture, why that's, yeah, that's yeah. Where, what I'm doing. I love his, uh, the crazy train CrossFit is right next to a, a coffee shop that I love is Pump House. And they have a great shout out to Pump House. Gua- to Pump House. <laughs> they have a great Guatemalan coffee, and then this coffee. You know, the next thing is that we have like obstacles, and you know, you off camera you talked about an obstacle, and I don't, you don't need to talk about it now. But you know, obviously, COVID's a gym obstacle by far for everyone. I don't know which gym that did not have an obstacle, and some people, you know, flowers afterwards, phenomenal. But you know, it still was an obstacle. So challenges that you have in business. You know, I love to understand, you know, how you overcame it. Like, what was the thing that that helped you get through it? You know, mm-hmm. well, thankfully, I have like my council, I like to call it. And they're my my group of people that I always go to whenever I need help. And I'm also just putting this out there for anyone that also likes to, to think they're self-made. I, I'm not a believer in self-made. There's no love such it. thing because you always have someone that helped you. To some extent. Yeah. So you can't really say you're self-made, you know? I love um, that. I just want to say, like, I feel the same way. I'm with you. I, I think we we connected and, you know, something that also he said that nobody ever said to me either off camera was like, I don't like David Goggins. <laughs> I'm like, 
Dude, I feel the same way. And what was the reason you said it? Because it's the same reason I, I feel like, you know, you had to use profanity. Like every third word is a profanity. And like, listen, nothing against that. Like, like, listen, he, he said he's going to come raw. I was like, yeah, you can curse. Like, just don't make it like every third word. And, and then we got into that. Yeah, so. that, if that's your way of getting your message across, then I don't think your message is that powerful. It's just the expression of the cursing. That's what gives it that. Yeah. But then I feel like then there's no weight to the message. Yeah. So, Same. you know, many, there's many ways that you can get a message across and it'll be a lot more impactful into someone without having to be like, so just yeah. nail driving into them. Yeah. I said it, it could be an emphasis word to really bring attention to whatever matter, like, but it can't be like every day you're, if you're cursing every day, like you probably grab need a to say a self, what? Grab a dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Grab a dictionary. It's self-awareness. Like look into why, why are you doing that? Anyways, distracting from the, the, the obstacle question, which is. One of my favorites. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my counsel. That's the people that I go to because I know I can't do it myself. And I and they're they're all of them. They're older than me. So they all and most of them have their own businesses or are or higher up in businesses. So I know they have a lot more experience than I do. A lot more. They're a lot more wise than I am. So they're the ones that I go to and ask questions and see if you know there's some tips and something that they can give me. Obviously. Even them, because of their age, they haven't experienced anything that that we were all experiencing at the same time. But just overcoming like obstacles and stuff like that, they have a better grasp at that than someone that like me that was just kind of getting a little worried. You Could know? you share something you're cool with the audience about maybe an obstacle you brought up to the council and how they helped you through it? Love to hear that story. Can't think of one particular story, but it's always like, you know, just when I'm having like a low of well, obviously membership was low. Sure. You know, so that that was the main thing. I, I need to I need to get people back in and get people to not be as afraid of walking into places again and, and back to normal life. So it really was just marketing that, and that's that's a lot of what they told me. But of course, like there's more to than just marketing that you know we're a safe environment, clean mm-hmm. environment, all that, which is important for CrossFit gyms. So if you're not well, gyms in general and anywhere in general, if you're not doing that, I mean, you're that's the bare minimum that you should be doing for your business because, I mean, if you have a client that's coming to work with you, they should trust that because it, it is a health environment. Health starts with cleanliness. So put big in put in for gyms. Yeah. But, if you didn't know, you're in the category health, wellness, and fitness. It's a true business category and it's always together. And the perspective is it's not just about, you know, getting strong. It's the whole whole world of life and health. For personal health, health. Health, for sure. Yeah. 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 So marketing that, but you know, just being able to hold myself from being overwhelmed, you know, at the moment and sticking to what I typically do. And that's just, again, going back to the roots of it, of just being myself and continue serving the people of the community. And yeah. I think that's the one thing that they, they usually share with me. And that's, that always sticks. So, so good. Hey, back to community, dude. Back yeah. to community, man. I yeah. love it. Love yeah. it. Dude. So this is actually a platform where I love to give to, to gym owners to just air out the issues they see right now in the fitness industry. So let's pretend this is a magic wand, right? <laughs> and so I'm giving it to you. It's like, okay, what is it that you see is a problem? And if we could fix it right now with this magic wand, what would that problem be? And how would you fix it? Or not how do you fix it, but just what, what the problem, I really just want to, we don't know what you think is the biggest problem. Well, I think one of the biggest problems currently in this time is how many fitness gurus popped up out of the woodworks during quarantine. Everyone is a trainer or everyone is a nutrition coach or whatever coach 
that I think is one of the biggest problems that a lot of us mm. are dealing with because a lot of information is not true. Like there's this one guy, I don't know his name, but he keeps popping up as an ad on, on YouTube. Mm. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure everyone else has yeah. seen it. And he owns another, like a supplement company, but they also do nutrition. And mm. now he's also, he's very well known. I'm sorry, John Blanks with names, but I was just watching his video speak on this guy and like taking his video, dissecting it, wow. breaking it down and explaining to people how a lot of the information he's really just saying doesn't have anything to back it up. He's just, he's a good marketer. And right. that's basically what it is. And that's what a lot of these people are. They're great marketers because they always say at the end, you know, follow me or DM me or this to get more blah, blah, blah. Like, well, I mean, if you're really about your information, you put it out. Of course, you're not, you're not going to give everything, but don't leave people with just that marketing phrase or, you know, a couple things, whatever they're trying to put out, you know, show that you actually have weight to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, people say, God, you shouldn't be a judge, judgmental person. I'm like, well, no, you should judge people and find out, you know, what their intentions and their truth are. Cause if you don't like back to society, like when we first, like we're savages, right. You know, we're still, some of us are still savages. <laughs> we need to figure out, Hey, are you friend or are you foe? And if we're not judging <laughs> that, then we're going to get hurt. Right. You know, we misjudge somebody as a friend or as a foe. And it's like, oh, we lose out or we, we get hurt. It's, yeah. it's, it's important. So yeah. important, dude. Yeah. But be careful, guys. Be careful. For sure. Actually, this question popped up. So what are the character traits? If somebody does pop up on your feed, what do you look at? And what, what are you like making sure? Like, what are you testing to say, okay, is this what he's saying? correct? How do you test? How do you figure that out? Like, hey, it's on the internet. It must be true. And we know that's not to be true. Yeah. <laughs> not to be said. Yeah. One, I mean, there's always reviews. You know, you can, ah, always, yes. <laughs> you can always see reviews. Yeah. That's a big hopefully. thing. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah. That's a big thing. I like to just like scroll, you know, if, if I'm on their social media page, scroll down and you can, I mean, if you dig deep enough, you know, you can see, you know, how long the person's been doing it. If it's something that they've been doing it for quite some time. And of course, I know that's not the only way because there's also certifications, just a lot of schooling. I'm also a believer you don't need to have all these certifications to be a great coach, to be whatever, because I mean, you can continue your education and have the bare minimum and be a phenomenal coach. And I know plenty. I'm actually one of my the jobs before the gym. I used to work at the bank, which not a lot of people know. Nice. <laughs> but I used to work at the bank. And I remember my branch manager, he had no degree, nothing. Like I said, he's the branch manager. But he had no degree, nothing, but he worked his way up right. through experience, but he started from the very bottom. So I'm a believer on that too. So you don't have to have a million certifications to be a credible person. Right. I think a person, I, and of course, there are people that, that don't have gr the greatest judgment, but I think majority of us can kind of sense when someone's honest, someone is doing work that's good. And when someone's doing work for money and for all the wrong reasons right. or whatever. You know, I, I, I want to say and I want to believe that majority of us have a good sense of that. So at least that's how I operate. You yeah. know? And I, I don't, I don't want to look at, oh, this person has a million certs and then, okay, I'm sold on them because I've also run on the opposite side where they have a million certs and they are a terrible person. Right. Or don't have any connection with people. And that's something that you need. That's not going to ever show up on your resume. It's not something that you can no. be taught. If you don't know how to connect with people... That you can't teach anyone. Yeah. How do you put soft skills on a resume? That's tough, right? He's like, oh, like, yeah. What is it? You're, you're good with people. <laughs> I'm soft. Okay. Sure. Well, how? Yeah. Know. How? Yeah. So true. Love it. Buy everywhere. Awesome.
is a beautiful word to hear when you're scoring on the soccer field. This last World Cup was won by Argentina because of one important player. Yeah, you got it. It was the goalie. He secured the win for the team. And in the same way, ReviewBiz platform will catch negative reviews before they go online. In addition, it helps you score and promote fresh new reviews so you can crush the competition. So don't let those big box gyms take your clients. ReviewBiz will help you build your online presence and turn your own members into your best sales reps. Get your first five reviews for only $1. All you got to do is go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try to get started. So the stories that we tell ourselves and the people that we're around, which is a theme for this, this episode, I think it's we get influenced by in our personal life, we get influenced in our business life. And what is, is someone in your life that has influenced you and positively impacted you? Like who or how? Who? Man, I, I, it's, it's hard to say. I don't have like one specific person because, I mean, there's just people that have come in and out of my life or that are, that are still here around. I like to watch from a distance with people in general. Mm-hmm. I never like to be like kind of like in the spotlight, which I mean, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm more comfortable these days than but, before, but regardless, any chance I get to just kind of sit back and watch, I do get inspired by many people and seeing how people overcome life. That's honestly one of the, the biggest things for me is just, is just watching people, how resilient people can be, Yeah. how determined, like how consistent some people are, yeah. you know? Those are some things I really look at people because I try to implement though that a lot in my life. Motivation is something that can go up and down. But if you're consistent and you're disciplined, I didn't say that before, but if you're consistent yeah. and disciplined, you don't have to worry too much about motivation because and motivation changes. I mean, you get older, we we grow, our interests, our dislikes change. Yeah. So, you know, whatever motivated you before might not motivate you now, whatever. So yeah, man, I'm just inspired by people. I, I, I like, I, and that's that. why I do what I do because I love people. Yeah. I would say you probably, if you were to pick a movie, like inspiration movie would be like, boom, let's go for that one, dude. Is there anyone that you like? Like, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot. This mm-hmm. I never, I didn't prep you here, but I love watching movies, by the way. You I'm know? a big yeah. movie enthusiast. I yeah. Love, and I love the theaters. I, I like, for me, it's all about the experience. Like, oh, it's like going to a theater. Yeah. 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 Believe this or not, I actually like, like show tunes. Like, I, I love Hamilton. And actually, they're coming to the Kravitz Center, dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Hamilton. Yeah. The Kravitz Center is, is a big theater here, like opera type. But yeah, Hamilton is, is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard many. I haven't seen it, but uh, yeah. one of my members always talks about yeah. Hamilton. So good. <laughs> so yeah, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. Yeah, yeah. if you like hip hop too, Hamilton cause has a mixtape with like, oh, dude, all these artists. Busta Rhymes in there, uh, Nas is in there, you know. So anyways. It's just, Are you a hip hop fan? Oh, yeah, bro. Come, Come on. on. 90s hip hop at that, bro. Come on, man. I mean, 80s hip hop for sure, but 90s, 90s hip hop is, yeah. was that's like a era, real, yeah, that's, that's where like a lot of things got fine tuned because this is still defining itself in the 80s. And so in the 90s are like, oh, okay, branching and going into things. And so, yeah, for real. Yeah, 90s <laughs> was the best, man. Nas, oh, yeah. Nas is my favorite. He's oh, yeah. Nas Escobar. <laughs> he, just, he just dropped uh, uh, Magic 3. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that happened. The same feel though, week. because I feel sometimes the artists come back and they're like, oh, they're, they're reinvented themselves and it's different sound and he's, stuff. He's, he's same. With, so in the last two years or no. Yeah. Yeah. No. In the last two years, since 2001, he dropped six albums and yeah. with the same producer wow. and only got better. Oh, I love it. Only got better. One of my other favorites is Common. Common is also in my top. Uh, Karis One. Karis One. I oh. met Karis at uh, Revolution. Oh, nice. Uh, some years ago. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, See? We can do a whole podcast on hip hop. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a long one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love it, dude. Love it. So the influence, obviously, hip hop and, and you have that there. So what? this is one question that we are in the gross, Gym Owners Grow Zone podcast. And I like to ask, what's something that inhibited your growth or that really take it to the next level. And so you can answer either or you can answer both, but I, I love to know what was something that you say, Oh, this one really helped me back. Or this one, if I would have done this sooner, boom, oh, dude, what a, the growth was like exponential. I mean, kind of just going a little bit, what you just said a little bit ago about being myself. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, actually, yes, hip hop does have a big influence, not to steer too much off the question, mm -hmm. but my biggest dream my entire life was to become a sound engineer. Mm, um, wow. Which I did move to LA after high school to go to the LA recording school. Unfortunately, a lot of uh, events happened where it just didn't happen the way I wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I was also 18, so I left pretty prematurely, didn't have experience and whatever, but came back home, didn't finish off that dream. But also, I wouldn't be here today having this podcast with you if had I stayed. Right, uh, right. I might be, you know, winning a Grammy or something. Bigger, <laughs> <laughs> better things or different things. You know, you never know. You never know, right? But yeah, no, hip hop has had a big influence on my life. And I mean, seeing how hip hop has changed over the years, its growth in in just people's lives, the influence it's had in, mm -hmm. in, in our lives and around the world. But that's the big, big side of it. But as far as like bringing it down to the gym level, the business level, like I have always said that I'm... I'm just like, I'm bred from through hip hop. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student of hip hop. And hmm. so everything that I do is basically hip hop. I mean, I have it, I have it tattooed on my leg and everything too. Oh, wow. So my style, the music we play in the gym, right. most CrossFit gyms, I, I can only really speak for CrossFit gyms because I don't own a, a traditional gym or any other gym, but most CrossFit gyms, they're pretty tailored. I want to say they, they have like the same playlists, the same type of songs, as far as like flags in the gym, they, everything is the same. And I told you earlier off camera, you know, I'm, I'm very unorthodox. I'm very different. I mean, not only just from being Spanish speaking yeah. or only Spanish speaking gym, but everything. I mean, everything. I'm very, I'm probably the most urban gym in Palm Beach County. Um, and again, I can't speak for other areas because that's not where I'm at. So I, I'm really only speaking on my county, but I'm pretty sure in, in a lot of areas too. But yeah, we're the only, the only urban gym. Yeah. It's very diverse. Like I have, Probably, I don't know, like 75, 70, 75% Hispanics in the gym. And actually, there's more women in my gym than there is men, too, which is another thing that is very different from most CrossFit, CrossFit gyms, too. Yeah. Cause CrossFit, it's, yeah. It's intimidating, and I understand sure. it. And kind of like going to those artists we were talking about from hip hop, they're like, they're more poetic, more not so just like aggressive. Mm -hmm. And then that's, reflects into my style i'm not as aggressive as like some gyms are where it's like militant some people don't want that some people want to come in and just want a great workout they want to sweat they're not trying to compete yeah because that's what a lot of crossfit is you know especially when you watch the netflix documentaries and all that so you feel like that's what it has to be like but it doesn't and that's everything that it, 
a CrossFit gym doesn't have to be is what I try to be. Not everything I'm going to sit here and say, but yeah. majority of things. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like everyone else. I, I want, I stay in my lane and I know my lane and I do it well. I love it. Because we, we, I think as a, a general public, we lump CrossFit into like one section. And lot, CrossFit really can, like you said, more poetic and, and more, you know, yours is more, more women, so 65, right? You said, and it's like, that's different, completely different. And so, but it's going to speak to the audience. And I think one thing I take of this and business that I know is like, if you're able to speak to a certain audience, you're going to seclude other people. That is cool. That's fine. I don't need to speak to them. I only need to speak to certain people, certain demographic. They hear the voice and what we stand for because I stand for this and I stand against that. And so you're either with me or with without me. One person does that very well, very uh, not orthodox as well, is Donald Trump. You know, he draws the line and you're either with him or not with him. But you see he has fans. And so that's it. You know, and that's that's the same idea. Love it, dude. We have reached the final five. Is it final five? No, fast five. I don't know why. I like final <laughs> five. It's not, final fast five. That sounded cool. Yeah, kind of cool. I'm going to rename it final <laughs> fast five is where we're at. And so, you know, five questions I ask you, one sentence answers, and then we move on to the next one. Okay. Cool. Who is an influential person or people in your life and your, or your business journey? So one of my members and good friend, Scott. So I don't know. Sure, I'm not sure if he's going to see this, but he's probably, I want to say, one of the most influential people and as well as Jenny. Actually, them two in general. And they actually, I, I put them on a, on a video in, in the gym and you can see that on our Instagram. But I'd say they are probably the, the top two most influential people in my business. Are they members or how, how do they know you? Both members. Both, both members. members. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. They I never both heard found that. me. I, awesome. I didn't I didn't find them or I wasn't doing any marketing or anything like that. Mm. They just uh, became members and they've both been members since 2017. So wow. long time. That is, that is long dude. Time. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I never think customers being influential, but they are. They need to be. They need yeah. to influence you in, in how you take your business and for sure and you're servicing them. Yeah. So I love that. That's awesome. What's one thing you wish you had known when you began your business? Actually, kind of going back to what I do now is being myself. I wish I was more myself in the beginning. More. Love it. What's a book, a blog, podcast, some kind of media that you recently consumed that positively impacted you? Well, I mean, it's at, uh, there's a page called Man Talks. Okay. Uh, Man Talks. He's, it's a lot about mental health and it's mostly for men. But I mean, you can, women can use it too. Women can read it as well. But I'd say that has helped me the most and has influenced me the most to Mm. just have, uh, to be more level-headed. Who writes that by any chance? I forget his name. That's all right. That's all right. All good. But it's a webpage, Man Talks. Check it out. Want to tick that out for sure. The next one is, what's your favorite online tool? Favorite online tool. I mean, the one I use the most is Instagram for the gym. So that's my marketing. I mean, I actually recently I've been little, trying to be a little more creative myself. Cause, yeah. I mean, I have a videographer, I have a photographer, but obviously they're not there every day. And there's moments that I want to catch when they're not there. So mm-hmm. I do it myself and get a little creative and fun and put the music to it that I like. Mm-hmm. Not the Are you using CapCut? I have not used CapCut. Oh, yet, dude, you got to use. Everyone keeps telling me about it. <laughs> Check out CapCut. So good. What's one habit or practice that you believe everybody would benefit from? Taking one hour for yourself a day. One hour. Wow. One hour. That's huge. And I think that's minimal. I think you should really, anything, okay. Maybe, maybe a little more than that. 
um, in different parts, like not all at once. Yeah. So one, a great way is fitness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking time to gotcha. put your phone down, get away from, from your, whatever your normal day looks like, whether it be family, business, whatever, step away from your routine. And yeah, I, I think that's, that, that practice will help you a lot. You know, one practice I started, was it this month? It's this month. It was my birthday this month, by the way. Happy so, birthday, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. 46, by the way, if anyone's thinking about. What, what, What's 36? Huh? Look, I look 36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so the, the practice is five minutes of stillness. I'm reading the book, Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. And he, he influenced me in, into doing that. And I was like, and we're right next to the beach. So, and the park right across you, like where, where your, your gym is, mm-hmm. uh, I forget the name of it. Howard Park. Howard Park. I go there. And those trees are magnificent. So sometimes I'll just five minutes there, chill, look up to the sky, whatever it is, or the beach. Like today I actually went to the beach, five minutes. And like, I know we had an interview, like, well, I need to take five minutes yeah. right there. Yeah. And we're literally probably like 10 minutes away in the car to drive to the beach from here. It's so, so simple. You got to take advantage, take, take opportunities where they are. So. That's for me, this practice. That no, I, it's important. Yeah. Um, what I used to do in my early days. But you said an hour. I'm like, I can't do this for an hour. <laughs> but I get it. It's working yeah. out and doing your thing is an hour. It makes sense. <laughs> but that's good too because, I mean, there was, to the, like in the early days of, of the gym, I mean, there were some moments where I, I just had some really low moments, you know, and, and I needed to, to kind of just get away. And, and, but it was more like, like, a, like a take five kind of thing. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing was going to the intercoastal. So I would always go to the intercoastal, either just sit there by the ledge and just sit sit and breathe and or i'd go under the bridge under the okeechobee bridge Uh oh wow and just like kind of hear the waves crash against the bridge and Mm. for me that that's i I love asmr sounds and all that oh yeah like that alone five minutes that's all i need love it no it's so good so good (laughs) actually this is a question i've been playing with and i haven't asked anybody yet on the podcast so Mm. if you don't mind i'm gonna the question is you know we both know alice ramosi and Alice Mosley just released a book, 100 Million Leads. And one of the things he, he says that is the most important thing in his business, exponential growth. If you guys want exponential growth, what he talks about is referrals. And so what has been a referral process idea that you use in your gym that has helped you? I don't know if you have a referral process or gym for your gym at all. I mean, for referrals, the best way is, I mean, people or pouring into the members that I have already. Right. So Key. pouring into them, yeah. if they enjoy the product service, they're going to refer. And that's really how my marketing has been, or the number one part of my marketing has been for the gym. I mean, we do Instagram, but I don't do many paid ads. Mm-hmm. I don't really do anything for generating leads. I just started ClassPass, which is like another yeah. marketing tool. Yeah. They're, they're actually, um, MindBody purchased them. Yep. And so are you using MindBody now? No, still with still with Waterfly. Waterfly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like just pouring into people, man. I mean, yeah. it, that's what CrossFit gyms do because it's a little bit more like personal training, just in a group setting. So I have that individual time with each person. Um, yeah. And I mean, going back to, like I was saying, my council, two members, I poured enough time into them and, right. and vice versa. They, they did to me. So yeah, for referrals, that's been the, the, the number one way. And, and we have some time. We, we, we kind of rolling pretty well. We so it's really good. Yeah. We're good, yeah. man. Now I don't like to rush in any ways. Sometimes the conversation goes long, like, yeah. come on, man. But this is good because we impactful to the point. You know, you mentioned your counsel. This is not the first time you talked about your counsel. 
are they like your board members of your gym? Like, are they, are they, you know what I mean? Like, are mm-hmm. they like your, they sit on the board of a, yeah. Yeah. You can kind of say that. You yeah. can say, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. They, cool. They, I mean, they've helped me make some business decisions because wow. again, because they have, they have more experience than I do. They mm-hmm. have one, one owns a business. One, she's, I don't know her, the title of her position, but she's high up there in, in, in business. And I, I know she has a degree in business too. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not all knowing going back to, you know, when we were talking about yeah, self-made, I'm not all knowing. And love there's that. a lot of questions that I have. And I mean, some that we're told when we're younger yeah. is there's no such thing as a stupid question. Right. So I'll ask a million and one questions so I can, you know, make sure that I understand because I don't want to do things blind, you know, yeah. blinded. Of course, you know, we have to at some point in our life, but if I can get something, some insight, I always will. Yeah. You know? Dude, it just reminds me of, we are a king of our kingdom, right? Of the life we live, whether it's a business or not business, but the better the kingdom is, is because there's wise counsel. A fool will be true in his own eyes, but a wise person will consider wise advice and a wise, you know, just counsel. It's so important. So important, dude. And if you're wondering where I got that from, it's not from me and not, it's actually in Proverbs uh, 12, 15. So check that out. Read that little exactly word for word because I just rephrased it yeah. <laughs> in my own way. But the last question, dude, I... And actually, sorry, just to add oh, to, to what yeah. you were saying. I mean, there was a, a little shift in business for me when... Uh, and it actually has to deal with faith too, yeah. um, where I just needed something. I needed something to have a sign of like, all right, keep going with what you're doing. And you know, the, we know the story about the mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And that's all I need. And, and that for me, sometimes it could be the smallest thing and I'm motivated. Mm. I don't need a whole lot, but I was reading or I was, I was listening to a podcast by my favorite pastor, Erwin McManus from LA, a mosaic church. And so the story he was talking about was, well, the main, the main thing was competition, but one part of the podcast was in order to be a good King, you have to also learn to be a good servant. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of also like part of everything for me. I wanted to learn. I wanted to go through the ranks instead of just, I'm an owner of a gym and that's it. You know? Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't, you can have, and that also goes for schooling. You can have all these degrees, but I mean, if you can't come down to people, the people level. Yeah. All that means nothing. Yeah. You know, what, one thing I, I've learned in leadership that, you know, I help a nonprofit organization. And this question is the people you're leading, you got to find out how their heart is. Like what's going on? How are you mm-hmm. doing before you step into volunteering anywhere? If you're not right, then you probably need to take some time for yourself yep. before you start pointing to others. And so love that serving and knowing the leadership. That's, that's so good too. Love, 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 dude. This next last, this is truly the last question. Truly, truly is. I, I, I leave the best. One of my favorite questions is, <sighs> and so just like I had a magic wand, I also have a time machine and the time machine and we're going to go back to 14-year-old Billy. I think that was a show called Little Billy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little Bill. <laughs> little Bill, Little Bill. And, uh, and we're going to go, and you're going to go there. I'm going to take you there. And, and we're going to talk to him, and, and we're going to give him some advice. So it's 14-year-old Billy. What do you say to him? That's a, that's a very packed question. But without getting too deep, because two years prior to that was a, was a very pivotal moment for myself, but any teenager's life because I lost my dad at Mm. 12, who was like, that was my guy. And still to this day, 
has so much influence into my life. And I mean, that's a, that's an age when you're transitioning from teenager to a young man and you lose that person that's supposed to kind of teach you and guide you through yeah. that. It's difficult, you know, to be able to grow and, and, and then become the man that you're supposed to be at 32, you know, mm-hmm. actually that's 20 years later. And that's, it's actually last, last month. Yeah. August. Cause we're in August. So 20 years later, but 20 years of experience to be able to talk to that kid, man, Life will be all right. Just don't stress too much, but don't put yourself down. Cause I, I, there was a lot of things I told myself as a kid and they're not the nicest things Mm. to to say to yourself. Like, why would you, why would you do that? Why would you say that? You know? Right. But I guess that just that then, and I mean, I, like I said, this can be very packed, but just that alone, I think is that things will be all right. Yeah. Is one thing that I, I definitely would love to tell that 14 year old Billy and to not just have that that mindset in the way, the way I would talk to myself. The self-talk. Yeah. Believe yeah. in yourself. You're, you're going to do a lot. Yeah. I love yeah, it, dude. It took me a long time to learn that, to believe in myself. It took me a very long yeah. time to finally yeah. start that. Yeah. And for many people too. Yeah. No, and, and losing a dad is, is, is huge. So that helps with that, yeah. you know, with somebody that believes in you and stuff, hopefully, you know, and you have some people that you stress have influenced you in a great way. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for coming, you. man. Thanks so good. All right, y'all. Man, that was such a fun episode. I really enjoyed what Billy said about forging a unique community and culture within his CrossFit. He is also breaking the stigma that it's all about competition to fit into a CrossFit box. What was your favorite takeaway from today's episode? I want you to connect and share a message with me on Instagram at meetesco. By the way, That's my personal Instagram, and I would love to hear your thoughts. I want to also thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to the show on the platform you're currently listening on. And remember to leave a rating and review because you know it improves the show and we just love the feedback. It means the world to us. Also, check us out on YouTube. It's the channel filled with a whole bunch of podcasts and other strategies on how to improve your reviews, your sales, and your marketing. So go ahead and check that out right now. As always, I want to thank you again for your encouragement, and I truly appreciate it. And I'll see you next time in the Gym Owners Growth Zone. Our show today was brought to you by our incredible team, starting with production from TSE Studios, music consulting by Tyler Schmeling, our lovely guest coordinator, Anna Ponce, and focus juice from our project coordinator, Mauricio Murillo, and myself, Andres Escobar, as the host. Thanks to ReviewBiz for sponsoring this episode. And if you want to get the most out of your review strategy, then go to reviewbiz.io forward slash try so you can get your first five reviews from your real members for only $1.